0: Hello, my name is Nia Marie, and you're listening to The Inky Comet. This past week, this spring, perhaps, has signaled a shift for our country, and specifically for Black people in our country, an opportunity for us to really call to action our peers and our allies. We have an opportunity in this moment to be brutally honest about our experiences in ways that, before, fear had muzzled us. I don't claim to know everything, but my hope for all of us in this moment is to think beyond this moment, to not get caught up with just this one instant, with the obvious. How can we peel back racism? How can we peel back white supremacy and address the roots and see it for all it is? And I mean all it is in all of its painful ways. So I invite you and I thank you for listening. This was a difficult episode to produce because I'm moving beyond my own fear. Fear of my own honesty and voice. And choosing courage. So thank you. And please enjoy Beyond This Moment.
1: We going? Yeah, I'm recording now. Hey, Khadija, I'm so glad to have you again. I actually, um, (laughs) I was trying to think through who I could have this conversation with and you were just top person and just thinking, processing this moment um, in a way that is deeply rooted in the Black experience, right? Like, I think Mm -hmm. that there is something also very poignant about this and being Black American and being a descendant of the enslaved Africans who were brought here. Mm -hmm not only in that, mm-hmm. I think this is a big moment for us as a diaspora, but I think it's even, it is a really big moment for us, um, who have, who have generations on in this country who have lived this fight to now mm-hmm. kind of see this awakening moment for the country and just thinking, is this, is this the moment? Is this, is this the time <laughs> that our ancestors were, were working towards? So I'm glad mm-hmm. we're able to chat mm-hmm. today through our initial reactions and, I don't know, there's so much going on, I can't even, I'm not ready to cast a path forward, you know, like I'm still processing yeah. and I think that's okay. So wanting to create a yeah. space for us to process. I'm with you. Uh,
2: I think most of us are still processing. Um, I think if we talk about like initial reactions, uh, personally, my initial reaction is what it always is when this happens. And You know, unfortunately it takes a nine minute video for people to explicitly see the murder of someone um, for there to be no doubt that this person was undeserving of what happened to them. And uh, But this is what we do as black people all the time, you know? This one was televised, but yeah. this happens all the time to, to Black people, all the time. The ones we hear about, the ones we don't hear about. It's but always heartbreaking.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: driving me to cut you off. No, it's okay. It's just, it's always heartbreaking. It's always heartbreaking. And it's, on top of the heartbreaking, it's always a constant reminder um, about
1: the dehumanization of Black people people
2: yes, and um i think that's the thing that i'm sitting with right now um is that that's a very real thing always and there's times when you're uh you know hoping that there's movement forward in it but it's not so we'll see like i said i don't have a you know like my grandmother said you know, it all comes out in the wash, and we're still in the wash right yeah, now. We are. So I think people are being moved. I think people are, are emotional right now, and that's white and black, but I, now I'm specifically speaking about uh, white people. I think, for the most part, they're emotional right now. You saw somebody yeah.
1: die, and... Uh, but the, I think what's frustrating about that, about the seeing George die, is that he wasn't the first one that we saw die we saw tamir rice a young boy a young black boy mm-hmm. die on camera we've seen mm-hmm. so many black people die on camera and so mm-hmm. it's very interesting that this response and i think we just spoke about it before perhaps it was like you know being able to see before and after or before that there really was no real like that it was completely unprovoked <laughs> this was just like uh, it right. was so gross that this was just so gross to human life, a gross disregard of human life that even white folks had to pause. But it was like, That's where right. was your pause with Bre- Breonna Taylor? You know, I mean, granted, Breonna Taylor is like that is that is gathering. But where was your pause with Sandra Bland? This person that had no history of mm-hmm. you know of violence or any of that, who just mysteriously comes up dead. Where was your where was your outrage during those points? And I'm glad that you are here. But to your point, mm-hmm. it speaks to a larger issue of the inability to see the humanity of others and that is the larger elephant in the room the mm-hmm. larger that, that's actually the, the room, that actually the biggest, that's the biggest elephant elephant. The that is the biggest elephant yeah. that is the biggest elephant in the room is that we are yeah. socialized in this racial system to not yeah. believe and not to value black life and that mm-hmm. and this is what is frustrating for me and that racism um every i'm not black versus white i'm mm-hmm. us versus racist that's that is a very elementary and limited thought that is going to limit our capacity to fight and dismantle the system. If we only limit these these acts of, these horrendous acts to explicit and known racists, then we're not gonna address 95% of the problem with the society. That's right. Because Because this
2: is is not about, go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say, ever since the civil rights movement after the 1960s, white folks realize this system white supremacy realize i cannot exist in this explicit way i cannot exist using mm. the n-word i cannot split i cannot exist by while hanging negroes or hanging mm-hmm. black folks off the tree mm-hmm. of the town square but i can exist mm-hmm. in these other insidious ways and if we do mm-hmm. not address those insidious ways then again we can't dismantle the system and so that i think for me is sometimes is not sometimes that is the frustrating point part about just dwindling down this conversation to just simply explicit acts of racism. I think this is a good opportunity for us to address the larger system. And I hope that we all take, just plug in and we're like, okay, let's go a little bit deeper. We are barely scratching the surface. Now let's get yes. our head. Let's, let's put let's get our, get where we got our feet in. We need to drop down to the knees. And then we're going to yes. go to the hip and then we're going to go to the chest and then we're going to go to the shoulder and then we're going to be right. submerged in this because there's levels to this. Absolutely.
2: There is, there is. And I don't think, you know, and there's people that may disagree with me. Um, I think we oftentimes we talk about the system, but it's, it's bigger than the system.
1: Mm.
2: You know, the system is a result and a response to a mindset in a real life belief Mm. about something. And um, I think it's important to be able to infiltrate a system, sure. But we have, I mean, we can see even with infiltration, it's not effective at the rate that it needs to be to save the amount of lives we want and need to save, right? Um, I think we, I hope that we use this moment where I feel as though there's a prick in the heart, the larger heart, around who do you see as human? And who do you not see as human? And to know that the reason why you didn't participate in Tamara Rice, in Eric Garner, um, in All the other—I mean, there's so many—in the Sandra Bland. The reason why you couldn't show up for that was because there's a question of humanity for Black people collectively, and absolutely, when you have room for interpretation about what did this person—and I—I'm loosely speaking—calling person—what did this object do to incite this type of response and this nine minute video shows that this person did not do anything to incite that kind of response and now there's no room for interpretation it just is what it is and this is what we have been telling you all along that this has always been what it is But it's no different from what this country was started on. And if we don't get to, you know, really, I was talking to somebody about this earlier. (laughs) If we don't talk about (laughs) the origins of something, you can never change shit. The history of this country, the inception of this country is about racism. It's about misogyny. It's about rape it's about lying it's about cheating it's about all the things that we say a person should not be these are the origins of this place period
1: and we lie black about people it, and are, we're not honest about it and we don't even teach that history when you talk about the genocide of native americans we talk about the continued this disenfranchisement is of them the complete this is negligence of this their lives like we don't even acknowledge their existence there is a COVID-19 epidemic or pandemic yes. happening right now and it is hitting their community at the same rate that it's hitting black americans and this they, is what i'm saying you talk about food deserts you want to talk about lack of access to resources they are dying and we they do don't not hit the radar care.
2: this and is we, my point though but there's the a reason for that there's a reason for that it's because it's what has always been Yes, when people have always been seen as property, black bodies have always been seen as property, Uh, brown bodies have been seen as property, indigenous people have been seen as property. There's never been room for humanity for any of us because if you saw us as humans, it would be impossible to treat us the way that you do. Because if you see us as human, empathy would be what you have always it is why the system here we go talking about the system works for white people because there is empathy in the system for white people this is why uh however old that boy was 17 18 year old white boy can walk into a black church and kill nine something parishioners yeah kill nine parishioners and then come in there arrest him safely without harm take him to feed his fucking belly before he goes to where he needs to be going. That is empathy. It's a white cop seeing a young white man make a mistake and saying, this could be my son. This could be my nephew. This could be my neighbor. This could be me. And even when I'm making mistakes, I'm hoping that somebody will be kind. This is the difference. This is the huge, this is the disconnect. This is why the system doesn't work for us and the system works for you because you don't actually see us as human, period.
1: And you, and you want to talk about the origin of that? Do you want to know why they don't see us as human? Because when the slave trade happens, you, a lie, a myth needed to be started to justify these atrocious acts that were being created. It needed to be justified, the fact that you were packing humans on top of each other. And yes. with human, with with feces and urine and vomit and everything else, when you let them lay in that for months yes. at a time, you needed to yes. justify that behavior. You needed yes. to be able to justify the skinning and the scalping of Native this Americans. You needed to yes. be able to justify the raping yes. and the burning down of villages. You needed to be able to justify the selling off of mothers and daughters and brothers and fathers and sisters. And there was no reconciliation of that. There was never any reconciliation of the fact that one, the acceptance that these horrendous atrocities occurred. Mm -hmm. And two, that they absolutely weren't justified. And absolutely, three, the first fact is that you were dead wrong for doing them because you treated another human like most of these white vegans wouldn't treat animals. Don't think we should treat animals
2: well let's talk about amy cooper let's talk about
1: about amy let's talk about amy cooper they swooped in (laughs) to get the dog
2: (laughs) they swooped in to get that dog can we we talk about
1: amy cooper why Mm -hmm. why did amy cooper why is it why was she why did she end up being such a problem that she was because she choked her dog out for the entire time and it was shot on camera but what oh my god Was it an issue when the girl in Oakland called the cops Mm. on the family? Was it an Mm. issue when the countless Mm. times you've been followed around in a store? Was it an Mm -hmm. issue when you were stopped for no reason? Like those Mm -hmm. weren't problems. And it's just so interesting what needed to happen in order for this moment to occur. So yes, thank Mm -hmm. you. You are here. But also take note of all that it took to get here because that is a part of the work that you need to do.
2: And you can't forget that. No. And I think that is the part where um, this is going to be a long journey. Because to eradicate racism is to drop bombs on all of what America wants America to be.
1: Mm -hmm. And And to be right.
2: (laughs) Well, this is why the notion of burning it down um, is uh, is an analogy as well. Literally burning it down to start over. Everything that you glorify, absolutely just about everything that they glorify, is steeped in such nasty energy, such nasty energy. The intention behind it is so nasty and so wrong and so vile. I often think to myself, how do you get to be God and devil at the same time? How does good and evil? huh how does good and evil get to share the same space even in the idea of who is known for being peaceful right now who are our spiritual thought leaders uh who are our? where are the the, the larger conversation around loving people and uh connecting with people and
1: uh who knows how to come outside of themselves to, can: we talk, uh, Can we just huh? say really quickly, loving hmm. and connecting with people? when you talk about black women who were taken from their newborn babies oh, and were made to now. nurse new young come white on. children? When huh? you want to talk about loving people, when you want to talk hmm. about raising kids, when you are unable to spend any time with your own and the legacy of that?: Do you want to
2: talk if, they, about were loving people? if, if they, they were even with you, even if they were even with you? Like. Or maybe, or maybe, or maybe, or maybe the slave master's wife was angry that her husband raped you and that child that you just birthed is uh, part of him. And then she comes and not just takes the child and sends it away, but kills the child.
1: Mm-hmm. And that, again, when we talk about this legacy and the fact that we, there has been a collective omission of crimes yes, against humanity. They are yeah. crimes against humanity.
2: Mm-hmm. but they were actually crimes against property <laughs> and
1: well, here's the deal it's a, it's an interesting so huh?
2: it's true I'm i mean it's so, i because I, so I, so I think part true. of it <laughs> i think part of it is for black people is having to sit
1: in uh oh absolutely sit let's, in the truth as about, well let's talk about black people let's talk about black right
2: people. we have yeah, to so sit what, in the truth as well about what has happened to us mm-hmm. you know i think like you said there's been a omission of history um which is for people who call themselves history buffs. And I don't know how you could call yourself a history buff and think that this country is great. You can't. You could be a history buff, but you can't actually think this place is great and be a true historian that can glorify what has happened to be where this country is now. So, I mean, to be able to do that speaks a lot about who you are. You know, to say a that- mental choice, gymnastics. Really, really, it is to say that you know, in the face of all those uh, horrible things that happen, look at where we're at. It's a great thing, uh. girl. Like, and you get to be a human, and you get to be a good human and say shit like that. Come on now, let's.
1: It's just when you think about every statistic that is possible, and mm-hmm. and you like, it's just like education outcomes when we think about who's been mm. incarcerated when we think about mm-hmm. just like health when we or access mm-hmm. to health care and even just like mm-hmm. you know health in general um mm-hmm. you know jobs all of those things and you just blame it on everyone else or you just blame it on this group and they're in in their like inferiority like really that's what it mm-hmm. is like that is easy to gymnastics. do i it's easy it's to easy do to when do. live in a society and that's what i'm talking about in terms of we can't challenge this idea of racism beyond beyond these explicit things we don't even Mm -hmm. touch upon the surface of how we are socialized and how these ideas are reinforced day in and day out by educators deciding what is being taught by all Mm -hmm. of the things Mm what we don't ignore like when we don't fully deconstruct it we Mm -hmm. allow for the system to continue we allow for the system to exist that racism is able to occur, that George right. Floyd is able to be murdered on, on video by four people on his back, yes. or three people on his back and one person watching, however many people it was, it was, it was a modern day lynching. It was a public square event you over so a $20, $4 bill. When you had not even a month <laughs> ago, people on the state Capitol with AR-15,
2: there, but again, we talk we about the dehumanization of black people and people of color. It's why those things get to happen. Because the people, the majority of the people that are responding, flash share numbers. I always think this is an interesting conversation to have, especially with white people. If you just talk about the probability. Oh, how to you. <laughs> can, uh, uh, just the probability, when you're talking about numbers, let's talk about population, right? The amount of Black people that live in this country versus the amount of white bodies that live in this country. And then you have systems full of the minority of bodies in this country. It's like, this is, doesn't make third grade math sense. When you have a third grade math problem that said, if you have a hundred balls in a bag and five of them were red and 95 (laughs) of them were white what was the probability of pulling a red ball and you're telling me that all five red balls are pulled it just doesn't the math just doesn't make sense. This is for all the analytical people in the world. It's you know I mean? that are like, <laughs> yes. This is my point. <laughs> it pulled the red one out. That wasn't. This the is my thing. point. <laughs> and it is intentional. It is an intentional effort to continue to continue slavery and to continue the ownership of your property. Yeah. And every, it is. in every shape or form, in every shape and form and that is the bigger conversation and like i was saying earlier it's about going to that heart space and talking about who are you as a human the you we love to have this conversation and i mean they love to have this conversation what are we doing for community what are we doing for the greater good of humanity what are you doing Let's talk not about the heart space. <laughs> yeah. It's not our work, but let's really talk about the heart space. And like we were saying before, now this has happened and your attention has been caught. What drastic changes are you going to make individually that inevitably will affect your system? What are you going to do? We are going to find out soon. It all comes out of the watch how important your real life privilege is or if you're choosing to be a good human. If you're choosing to say, damn all this privilege, this humanity piece means more to me than anything. I'm not gonna be here in another 70 or 80 years. I wanna make sure that my children and my grandchildren know that this is okay. What are you willing to burn the fuck down today? (laughs)
1: To make sure
2: there's new growth tomorrow for this better world that you're saying you want to have
1: and you have the capacity to help create and you have the capacity to identify yourself you have the capacity to do all of this yourself to interrupt your own bias quote-unquote interrupt your own hate quote-unquote because you know the thoughts i don't know your thoughts all i know are your ultimate actions all I know, all I see is the knee on the neck. I don't know what it took to get there. You do mm-hmm. that work because that is your work. That is your internal mm-hmm. thing to do. You
2: yes. don't need to have And you confidence. do knew, you know what it took to get there. It, it yes, took you not it. believing that a person, it took you, even for the cop that did it, it took him knowing, one, believing that this black man's life meant nothing, and two, knowing that nothing would result in his death. Girl, those two truths happen every single day in a multitude of ways. Whether you're showing up to work and you are the person who brings a great idea to the table and everybody acts like they don't hear it. (laughs) And And then Jennifer, says the same damn thing 20 minutes later and doesn't nod you and say, hey, Nia said this 20 minutes before. How about we circle back around because we're kind of getting to the idea she brought up anyway. It's that Jennifer goes, yeah, I think that would be a great idea and doesn't throw you no light. Girl. It's for the same reasons. For the exact same reasons why the knee was in his neck. There's no repercussions for you not doing that. Not and you don't think and you don't think my idea was good until it came out of your mouth because it's not valid. Exactly. Because it's not you real. You want to give
1: credit. It's not credit. It's not real. And because it's not
2: real. And it's not real because you
1: don't see me as an equal. <laughs> yes. And that is and that is the root of it.
2: It is the lack of
1: humanity, and that is the the undoing that we need to do, and if we want to talk about it from another perspective, we talk a Mm -hmm. lot about, I think, folks are able to, folks are able to, you know, when we talk about gender, I feel like white folks Mm -hmm. are more able to, you know, relate to the, to gender, or when we talk about LGBTQ issues, because they have folks that are identifying those communities, whatever the case may be. So, Mm -hmm. you, you know what it's like. To mm-hmm. a certain extent, not fully, not fully, mm-hmm. but you know what it's like to be a part of my identity that people do not believe in, you know, like you, you know what it's like for people to not believe that you deserve certain things because you, this ask, you hold this aspect of your identity. So just. Apply that to my black body. <laughs>
2: you know what I mean. But they don't. And let's don't. talk about I think a really important topic you just touched on. It's the idea of femi- being a feminist, feminism, right? And 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 how that plays out for uh, the black woman and the white woman. And I'll say this. Well, one, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta, and we're not gonna get on the women's suffrage movement, but we should get on the women's suffrage movement and just how those black women showed up to support the vote of women. And in that act was still told your presence is not wanted here and get to the back. You don't stand in solidarity with us because of the dehumanization of their bodies. You understand what I'm saying? Even when we come to your aid, this is one. even in these recent movements, these Me Too and all this, it's very interesting to me how we can show solidarity in the woman space, like we're being women. But that's why I have had some of the most horrible things happen to me at the hands of white women, especially in the workplace do you understand what i'm saying yes yes absolutely. so and this is what i'm saying you're and i say this all the time what does your white trump which is funny funny play on words your white trumps a whole bunch how can i stand in solidarity with you and gender when i never see you when it's about us never. When it's about black women i we can count the white women that show up
1: girl but on we're just head. talking about women. Look at how they show up. Because Can we show up for seen... Beyoncé Taylor. No. Can no. we show up for Sandra Bland?
2: They, but they did not Let's and talk about funny. Sandra Bland more because she's been gone
1: longer. she's had plenty of time. Yeah. Plenty. Plenty of time. So what do we do? And I, not, to, I'm not even trying to cut you off. But I just mm-hmm. what i what i've been wanting to shift from is i do we talked about this this is not our work to do and you know we can't i'm not i'm I'm tired of talking bull in the face about what white folks do what i think white people need to do so it's like what do i do in response to that and i think that there's also this moment is revealing that there's also work for us as black people to do and i think it is reinvesting in ourselves both in Mm -hmm. the singular self and our community that is the utmost there is a need for us to be more communal. There is a need for us to have stronger bonds and accountability Mm -hmm. for each other in this moment. And in the same way and not complicated, it's not, it's not complicated. You know what I mean? It's It's just like, it's, it's community for the sake of community because there was, in the same way that there was a concerted effort to dehumanize us, there was a concerted effort to destroy our sense of community and our destroy our sense of being able to be with one another. Because if I was if I was with you on the plantation, if I believed mm-hmm. in your strength like I did mine, we would mm-hmm. uprise. That's you know what, what I mean? We would absolutely. take over. We would take absolutely. control. So a, a way of maintaining control is divisiveness. It is segregation within ourselves. And it's like mm-hmm. for us as black people, we've got, we need to stop that. And if that means, not, if that means we need to undo the internalized oppression, internalized hate, yes, let's mm-hmm. do that. And also, so whatever it needs, I mean, whatever it takes to get you to a place where you can love and be there for your sister, then do that. Because and I think it's the same
2: call to what we're talking about, the same call that we're having upon white people, right? To do your heart space, heart space work. It's the same call for us as well. It is. You know, and to ask yourself, um, and not that we haven't been outraged all the other times. I believe that we have. Oh, no, but, we were. Uh, we for us, were. But for us, I think the question is, in your individual lives, in your individual conversations with white people, how honest have you been? Yes. You know, how have you um, Girl. How have you let them know, on an individual level, you're suffering? Or do you even protect, and here's the real truth, are, you, are we even protecting our white friends and acquaintances and family at this point? Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. From, from the truth. Do you know what I mean? Because we, here we are again in protection mode and that's a such a learned girl
1: when i tell you <laughs> my learn, got jumped when i got jumped in front of three mm-hmm. other people with one person jumping in the woman jumping in and two men standing on the side because i jumped in to protect people that is a mm. real life thing that's yes, right I jumped physically in chicago y'all know yes. the story i've shared it before but then yes. we jump into this protection mode and do you know yes. who jumped in the other woman tried to jump in. did you know what the two men did? Stood on the fucking side.
2: Mm, and watched it all the
1: to go to you. And watched my black body fight. I'm sorry. Just a complete, yes. I just had to interject when you jump into the protection mode because that is very sensitive to me because I yes. have felt it and I have had to wrestle with that moment my entire life. How, what yes. would I, since that time, what would have what happened if I were just said, you know what? He said it, you deal with it. He's the one that you're talking to. You talk to him about it. If I would have right. I wouldn't talk to like the group. You know what? This is another group of black people. Let me be, let me be the liaison for him to then, for those people to then blame me as if it was my fault, for them to never mm-hmm. reach out to me to see how I'm doing after I got my ass whooped, after I'm mm-hmm. fighting people fighting for my motherfucking life and you right. stood on the side and, you're, right. and you were ashamed and you never apologized. Mm. Neither one of them. We were blocks away from the police station, Khadija. Oh blocks away from the k- police station. And you sat and you watched, and you can blame it on fight, flight, or whatever the case may be. But it goes mm-hmm. back to what you were saying about, did you witness my humanity? Did you no. see a human getting, did you see a human, did you see your friend getting beat? Or did you see something less than? Well, I, I saw that. that's that. just, what I do. And that's what we do. That's what. They and do. that's what we do. I was your shield. I was your guard. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to take it there, but I just, I did mean to take it there. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. Because it's li- because it's real. It's and real. I, and I think We have to say.
2: Totally. It does. Because just like that, we per- and we have to know that we perpetuate. We perpetuate. We have a part of the play yeah and we perpetuate their ideas around their here it is around their believed awareness of racism when we don't tell them in the moment that ain't okay what you just did right there and not fear here's a better part bigger uh, word that we don't fear that it's going to take an opportunity away for us. We live in so much fear, girl. You know what I mean? In relation to what access will we be given or what access will we be hindered from having based on what we say in response to someone treating you less than human. Less than human. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I don't want to make you upset. Okay, Um, because I don't want a future opportunity.
1: Over apologizing, from the fear, me.
2: girl. The fear. It's like, no, let's ride this ship out on this girl. wave that we have going. Let's go ahead and ride that one out. Let's make sure that we are holding people and ourselves, most importantly, accountable in our presence to not let that kind of stuff go down. You know, not of your best of friends. Of your, there's plenty of black people that have really good white friends.
1: You better be checking them, Yeah, probably. About you know what this I'm saying point, Like at this point, you need to stop, girl, we can't I, I have so many stories of friends lost because I was too much because I called brought their attention to something that they didn't like, both black and white. <laughs> and well, you know, even still, and that's other issue. like I've lost friends because I called somebody else out and they felt like that was inappropriate. Like when I tell you that this work is so deep for all of us. Yes, and that it especially if we if we stop if we stop at just the explicit ways or the the obvious we'll never get better
2: it's, it's not about the obvious what's and the, it's not uh, quote about by the obvious. it's not what's the quote dr martin Luther King um, said that in the end it won't be um, the voices of our enemies but it'll be the silence of our friends that we mm. remember and so it speaks to this moderate right? I think we really should talk about that, this moderate um, white person, you know, Uh, this liberal, you know what I mean? Uh, You know, the people were like, I ain't heard nothing from you right now because it's so uncomfortable to be talking about what's happening right now. Girl, that in itself shows you that your comfortableness is more important than my humanity right now. This, <laughs> <is, laughs> this is, this. I would never do that with you. Do you see what I'm never. saying? Never. I, I spoke to a, um, a coworker. worker um, I don't want to call her co-worker, but um, someone else Holly? in my field that I do a lot of business with. Mm-hmm. And I really like this person. I think, uh, I believe her heart is in the right place, right? And she's a white lady. When we were talking, she, she here we go. Someone who called me In their uncomfortableness to just say Khadija I know that there's nothing I can say to make sense of what's going on but I wanted to make sure that you did not not hear from me because it's so uncomfortable for me well there we go but we got to talking the moderate Mm -hmm. and uh, we got to talking about that you know and I was saying you know, I think the question now for all of us that have uh, white friends or acquaintances is like, what, what should I do? You know, what should, what should we be doing? Where it's just like, one, I don't want to tell you what to do. Like, figure it That's out. That's your work. Yeah. That's your work. That's your work. Right. That's your work. <laughs> but more importantly, continue to be uncomfortable.
1: Exactly.
2: And be and put, and this is what I, this is what it's about. It's about skin in the game. Yes. What are you willing to lose to make sure that my humanity is as safe as yours? What are you willing to lose? Who are you willing to disconnect from? And I told her, I said, she was like, well, I'm going to make a post. I said, that's cool. That's fine. All I'm telling you is I hope you're ready for the family members, the friends, (laughs) the acquaintances that are going to be like. One, what the hell are you talking about? Two, I just don't even fool with you no more. Yeah. I was like, this is the reality for Black people all the time, Mm -hmm. which is why here we go back to this Black conversation and our responsibility, why we don't say anything, you know? Yeah. Why we wait for big events like this, because that's also powerful to us. Uh, bigger yeah. than all of us are pissed off and together. Can, you gonna
1: say something to me right now? Right, <laughs> right. and the safety and numbers, going back to your other piece about the fear. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. I mean, as outspoken as I am, I have a great deal of fear about being outspoken. I, and Not Thank only you. is it my own internal fear, but you, you can't tell, I can't tell you how many people have told me to be quiet because they trying to look out for me. I can't tell you yeah. how many black people have tried to silence me out of love mm-hmm. because they felt like you about to lose your job. Yeah. <laughs> you
2: know Girl, you
1: better be the right current
2: theme in my life. And I'm right. just like yeah. And because you, you know I, what else? They because we it's not just about them being afraid for you, it's about them being afraid for you, but it's because we know from seeing other people
1: explicitly what happens when you speak out. Exactly. we Do you know there, the, these, the public lashings, it is the same thing and the same way that they would take slaves that tried to run away or stepped out of line and they would beat right. them in front of everybody else. We have these same public displays of that's making right. an example of black people daily all yes. the time. Yes. And we watch black people in our workplaces be treated this way. We watch black people, black kids, in, in the classrooms. I there was a young black boy in my in my classroom. I won't name who he was, and I saw mm-hmm. the teacher light up in him all the time unnecessarily unnecessarily Mm -hmm. and I watched Mm -hmm. it and I saw Mm -hmm. it and I saw that in middle school and I saw that in high school and that socialization Mm -hmm. when you when you have teachers that don't see your humanity that don't see you as a child that is just acting in the ways that a child would and instead Mm -hmm. need love and grace and you know just some coaching instead they're making an example of you that socializes you into this this cycle of fear into this cycle of silence Or or anger
2: Or extreme anger. Silence and anger. You can both be silent
1: and angry as hell. Yes, because hello here. Yes, you
2: can. Hello, (laughs) hello.
1: (laughs) Giving all praises (laughs) to God. Yes, right, right. Finger up in the air, going to the restroom. (laughs) Yes, that is me. Right, hello. That is also a legacy of slavery. Can we talk about it? That's how. Yes, and I think that is honestly the
2: basis for. Uh, if you just want to say there's a blueprint for uh, the the successful African American in this country is to be silent and angry. What? That's James Baldwin, right? Ah, To be remotely conscious of what's happening in America and to be Black is to be enraged all of the time. All All. of the time.
1: All of the time. Because
2: you're like, the thing I should be able to say I'm pissed about, I can't say nothing about. I can't say anything and for two (laughs) reasons one for your own personal benefit and two for the future benefit of other black bodies Mm -hmm. if I say something there's a chance they'll never let another black person in here and so this weight of making sure that you're always making room for other black people
1: constantly the example how many examples do you need that black people are human that black people Mm -hmm. are capable We've been in this country as long as you have. You were around us for as long and you, you still are, you're still afraid. Yes. What is that rooted in? And I and know, what. and afraid of what? And let's talk about, let's move, but also bringing in other races, bringing in other mm. folks who don't fall into this dichotomy. Mm-hmm. How are you also upholding the system of oppression and white supremacy when it doesn't fully acknowledge your humanity either? Through colorism, and, <laughs> through colorism. Let's talk about it. yes through Colorism. Through
2: your availability to not be as brown as me and therefore be a more palatable version of black.
1: Mm. That's how you uphold it. That's how but I'm, and if it wasn't if I wasn't here then it would be you. And, and you that's are the part- here. And some, here's the best part. The best part is when we're both here. Yeah. Nothing makes me more
2: <laughs> well nothing used to make me more frustrated as to having us all in the room. All black, brown, Asian. And y'all still acting funny.
1: And I'm not sure and it's and it's so easy. And that's the other thing. I need other races to recognize other groups of people to see the way that they have utilized us as a stepping stool to elevate themselves that so they can stand a little taller and feel Absolutely. a little closer to whiteness. No, they know how that is done they often. know that. But and they this, know and that. It, it is and they, we do know that. And I, I'm just calling it out because these are my initial reactions and I'm just, you know, in case there's listeners who identify differently. This is the work that you need to do. Also, how is your work Listen. parallel to that of white listeners? You know what I mean. There are ways in which yes, you are oppressed. There are ways in which you are yes, absolutely disenfranchised. I, no one is no one is denying your experience N- absolutely. Yeah. But anti-blackness is global. Anti-blackness, the ability Freak. to the, is is a is a global phenomenon, and, and this I think myth be that you tell about. And to be honest about
2: the colonization of your culture and your mind and your mindset. When I was in Japan many years ago, um, it was very interesting. Uh, I remember having a conversation with someone. I can't remember if it was an interpreter or it was her actually speaking to me and saying that, oh, yeah, we don't like to be in the sun that much because if you're in the sun, it means you work in the field. (laughs) <laughs> and <laughs> and I thought to myself, my goodness, you know, like, I think that's why it's really important to travel, and especially if you can travel young, because yeah. you get to see the shared nuances of racism across the globe in these other cultures. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, no, that mimic, I mean, have the same rhythm and dance and energy. As the shit we live, it's expressed a little bit differently, right? But it's the same, it's the same seed. And to see just how deep this thing goes, and how here's the thing that can never be uh, disputed in my world the absolute intention. So much thought and intention has gone into racism. It's everywhere, it It doesn't matter where you go.
1: We didn't no, stumble
2: into this and this is, this not, an not, this is not, not an American, American problem. This is not an American problem.
1: It's not <laughs> and I need I need it's everyone not. to stop. This was birthed it's out not. of a horrific event in history that people yeah. needed to make sense of their hate. They needed yeah. to make sense of the atro- the pure atrocities that they were cre- that they were committing. If you need a yeah. visual image of the middle passage watch Amistad if yes. you need a visual Ooh. image of the atrocities, of hate, in, in, of hate incarnate, watch Rosewood. There are plenty mm. of examples. This was not something that people just stumbled upon because they want to be in power. And if that is the case, are we not more evolved than that as humans? Is this still I'm where we you. are? Are we not better for education? Are we not better for technology? then we yeah. as a humanity are not evolving. And that is the problem that you are okay with that. What is our, yeah. where have we gone since the eights? If we can't see the humanity of other people. And people say, oh, an egalitarian society is, is unachievable only because you don't want to grow and you don't want to change. Because and it would be fair for everybody says who? else. And, says says who? Who? and because, and let's talk about how, where
2: we sh- start the pendulum on, uh history telling where do we start that conversation it's always usually started in something european we ain't never talking about ancient world we're (laughs) seldom ever talking about ancient world we're not that's
1: not how the ancient world was set up ancient ancient. world
2: like we're literally we're usually always talking about historical context in the lens of European rule, right?
1: Yeah. Yo. (laughs) As if there was nothing happening before that. Like that is so problematic. Not only that, but that nothing else matters. I remember arguing Mm -hmm. with a colleague of mine who was a teacher. And he was saying how like, you know, we can't prioritize. We were just talked about like diversity diversity type courses and, you know, having African American history and having the history of Ghana and things like that. And he was justifying not expanding beyond Western Europe. And I'm like, how can you say that this was the birth of Sitalu? How can you make that assumption? How can you literally discredit the history of so many other cultures and organizations that have made greater Easy. contributions to our Easy. lives now? You don't so easy.
2: Human. That's right. And you don't believe that there's anything of value that comes from Black people or people of color. Because here we go, dropping bombs. This is what I'm saying. If we're going to actually make systemic change, right, we're going to have to drop bombs on you. You're going to have to be way broken before you're feeling way put together again. Yes. having to find out that it, having to find out that you're not great is not a good feeling right it's, not. it's like going in to take the SAT and find it out you scored 800 and you thought you did good you understand what i'm saying yes this is what what's going to have to happen you're going to have to find out that you don't come from great people you're going to have
1: to find out
2: that they have done some crazy shit crazy 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 shit things and you should not be proud
1: of and that you should be think, actively trying and to things reconcile. that
2: and here's the truth the other part of it i think is just the just the willful ignorance willful. of I what think. has actually happened to people it's just willful you know what i mean where just like oh, no i think that's good that sounds good to me we came over here we helped the indigenous people, you know, become civilized, and they died. Some of them died. I think we got in a little bit of a fight. Some of them died. They
1: just got smallpox, yeah. was it? They didn't have the immunities for it. That was not intentional. Yeah. Um, and then we had slavery,
2: but you know what? Everybody had slavery. I mean, Black people had slaves, too. You know what I'm saying? And we actually bought
1: the slaves from Black people. They sold themselves, so... That justifies it. We're done. We're Sunny. involved the, the rape, the pillage. Listen, the support, I get the family. And, the, I, and here's the
2: truth <laughs> you don't good. even know that part. I honestly feel like when people, uh, are discussing, white people in general, are discussing slavery, they're talking about it from a contextual lens that they could understand. The inability to go and do what you want to do, uh, not getting paid for what you... It's quarantined. The it's, work quarantined. That it's quarantined, girl. <laughs> they came kind out of with those they, they, were were mad at
1: they you better
2: let control. me get my hair cut and go to this damn restaurant
1: um hello here you better let me be served get my nails done get <laughs> my hair cut okay but when you I see pampered that's I need, it and when you I see need access that to way. the help then it was it was lack of access to the help girl that was their that's all. That was it they you, didn't get to the you mama, nice food. can you imagine That is what you're, that is why you're mad. And even if we like, take a step back, even from the race piece, collectively Mm -hmm. humans right now are showing their ass and especially Americans, we got Mm -hmm. a lot of collective soul work to do. I get Mm -hmm. that this isn't the best thing that we want to be doing right now, but collectively Mm -hmm. it makes the most fucking sense if there's a virus with no cure going around and your selfishness and your short sightedness is, is self-destructive. And not only self destructive but but a danger to society. But what does it say about it? You need a lot of soul work.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you need a lot of soul work, but more importantly, it points to your actual real lived experience. Mm. You have, the reason why it's quite frankly, I feel like, been um, overall easier for people of color to have to do this is because we constantly got to follow rules girl we, we always be following rules We, we said, following rules is part of our lived experience they're like oh you got to quarantine we would be like
1: oh man i don't want to
2: do that but all right this is what i'm saying <laughs> and that's the difference here's something else is important for us to say right now when white people are ex- upset about something it is a justified revolt Mm -hmm. it is about it is about your rights being disturbed and it's not fair and you don't live in this country for that you have served this country as if we haven't served this country right but when so when you choose to do something it's about making sure no one ever has an opportunity to repress you when we do something it's about how we don't follow how we're not following the rules and staying in our place
1: yeah girl that is so that I is want such if this you don't take difference.
2: anything from home if you don't take anything Else, girl, than this, finish. whoever might listen to it, you should just pay attention to that. That subtle difference you that subtle. loot, <laughs> you loot, you loot when you win a game,
1: girl. You loot when you're happy, and okay? you get slapped, you get a hand slapped on you. I don't even think you get a slap, you don't even get a slap. It's just you don't like, get a slap, funny.
2: you don't get a slap. But if we come out, and say we're angry that somebody <laughs> died
1: Not somebody, us. hundreds of people yeah. <laughs> have been killed at the hands of the we, we
2: just we're just talking about george floyd today
1: i mean yeah we are yeah we, we mad about we
2: we're, we're angry about george floyd today and it's like no There's another way of being angry, and you need to figure that out. You need to figure out how to express your anger in a much,
1: much, much more different way. And- When they had (laughs) AR-15. I can't- Could you imagine? Wait, they had AR-15s, rifles, proud. Many of them had more firepower than the police department.
2: And And what did the president say? And what did the president people, say? We good, good people,
1: people. but we are thugs. But we but are we're thugs. We're animals. We are unjustifiably angry. Them bastards. What did he call Colin Kaepernick? A bastard? Yes, a bastard. Mm-hmm. We are a whole bastard because we got mm-hmm. killed for no just with no justice.
2: They that is what we started just, the conversation about. Exactly. Humanization of black bodies.
1: And if you don't agree, then just go ahead and acknowledge that you're hateful and you have hate in your heart <laughs> and you don't and you don't see the humanity of people of black people right. that's that's there's no there's no line anymore khadijah that's there's that is, it's a very it's there's no there's, no, so lies, there's no politically correct way to no. say it it's that there's you not. lack to see the humanity of black people and that's why mm-hmm. you justify the different treatment and you're yes. and be okay with that didn't yes. deal with that and let me know yeah. that I can adjust my life accordingly. And also, I just want to yeah. end on this note. If we can end with just positivity for Black people, Black people, mm-hmm. it is time for us to build our communities. It is time mm-hmm. for us to empower ourselves so that we mm-hmm. don't continue to look to them for everything. That's yes, it. it's I what you... we talked
2: about on the other podcast. We our our
1: savior. Be our own savior. It is time for be us to be your own save savior. <laughs> Do you know who freed the most slaves slaves without being forced to because there was a war? Harriet Tubman, a black black woman woman with Mm -hmm. no resources, not free, not able to walk around freely in broad daylight, freed more people besides a man who was forced to do it, who was forced his hand. Let's be honest about history.
2: Yes, let Had
1: the South not seceded from the Union, we would all still be slaves.
2: That's it. Not because Abraham Lincoln is Not a good man. a moral
1: conscience. No. <laughs> and I'm, oh, it is, and the I'm, bombs. I'm speaking truth to power. These are the power. bombs. I'm speaking is the, these truth are the bombs. Powers. And yes, you know what? And also, we need as black leaders and black political leaders, we need to do better about speaking truth to power. But all yes. I'm saying is now we can't afford to play nice. We can't afford to be scared to speak our truth. We can't mm-hmm. afford to make space and to force people to see our humanity and to recognize the humanity of other people. We can't play that game to stay that's in the me. game.
2: Mm-hmm. No,
1: because right now, and that's there's plenty, plenty of us that are not you. I'm sorry. That's go ahead. Right. No, that's a no, choice just... to protect your ass.
2: That's right. <laughs> it's, true.
1: It's, it's, true. Here's a it's true.
2: And you know what? And, and let's talk about Obama quickly and uh, only from this standpoint the biggest impact of his presidency was having to see black people in their humanity. Yeah, here's a black man that is president (laughs) and also a husband (laughs) and a father. That was so disruptive. It made you so so angry of all the presidents. (laughs) Do you hear what I'm saying? No, a black man. Uh, Yes, (laughs) loving his wife
1: and taking care of his kids. (laughs) He's married to a black woman. A black man married to a black woman. He loves. And do you
2: remember how horrible? (laughs) This is what I'm talking about—the humanity piece. How horrible they were treated, girl. So bad. Michelle, 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 in particular. I remember, as a black woman, is the part that resonates with me most. Like, having to stand in the face of such evil. I don't know another word to use. It's just evil. Just being mean for no reason at all. No reason at all. None. No reason at all. Because
1: you feel threatened. And you feel threatened because... But of what? Still I rise. Don't you because think no, this is the no, best question? No, but you, and you know why? Because still I rise. Because right. after all you do, after all you do to assert your dominance, our dominance, still I rise. Still I, here I am in the White House. Still I am with a double Ivy League. Still I am representing my community. Still yes. I rise. And that is the yes. pain. And there's the frustration that white people, not pain, the experience the pain of black people in that in that dichotomy that's what we're Mm -hmm. talking about but white people process that frustration that you feel when you see black success black people being successful process Mm -hmm. that anger you feel when you see hashtag black girl magic why are you
2: mad
1: why are you somebody
2: you know why because somebody's not talking about you and god forbid somebody (laughs) here we go and god forbid somebody excluded you from a conversation. One, that's what, that's, can that's you imagine?
1: What, one whole conversation that you're not a part of time. for the Ooh. first time in your life, that's not centered on you. Ooh. When every single, when learning history my entire life, except for the month of fucking February, was about <laughs> you. And still, and I didn't even hear about the East Asia. God forbid I learn about India. God forbid, <laughs> God forbid I learn about the history of the Middle East. Ooh. Can you imagine? God. Let's, let's, di-
2: let's dive. Di- let's, dive di-
1: let's dive into it. Girl. Yes,
2: we're not even talking global history. You know what? Here's the other part of this. The other part of this is come gather your harvest. Mm. Mm-hmm. like you do reap what you sow yeah and it is reaping season and come get your harvest yeah. and what we're seeing and another part of what we're saying I actually um I've been trying to do more writing I, I usually write when I'm really angry and I sat down and wrote something the other day and um, I wrote about that like it's harvest, like your seeds of everything I named earlier, the lying, the rape, the misogyny, the cheating, the, the stealing, the everything that you've done, it's in full bloom. And so whatever you're seeing people, Black people, and people of color in particular do right now, like what what's the activist Tamika Mallory? It's what she said. We've learned this from you, girl. We learn this from you, period. And this is the biggest mirror ever. Part of it is a mirror, and the other part of it is it's time for you to get back what you've been giving. Period. You have. How many times do you hear about Haiti? Oh, this happens to Haiti because they sold their soul to the devil. Well, what about you?
1: How did you, how do you steal people in the middle of the night and treat them like, girl, like, and you maintain yourself? It's
2: part of it is just that there is, and you know, some people don't want to get into this, but I don't even care. There is so much bloodshed. And if you want to believe that you don't have to an- Here's the part where your ancestors lied to you. They lied to you and told you that you didn't have to pay for this. Mm. You know, you do have to pay for it. Your ancestors the planted the seeds and your asses work the land. And I'm talking about the land being the dam, this system that we're talking about. This shit that you don't want to change. This privilege that you get to benefit from. You've been harvesting off of the seeds. So I don't want to talk about the I didn't do anything. I think that's why I love that. I didn't do anything. You work the land. You benefit from the harvest of the land that you work. So yeah, you do do something. Mm -hmm. And now your harvest has gotten out of control. Your ancestors didn't tell you that and you're paying for it and you are going to have to answer for all the spilled blood. It is a very real thing. Do you think you are never going to have to answer for these indigenous people? Did you really think that was going to happen? And here's the best part. People have asked you peacefully for so long to make changes so long peacefully have begged you for so long to make changes and you would not and what i'm telling you and it's time for us as a collective here we're talking about for our warrior brothers and sisters because i think we're always always talking about how we need to protest peacefully and all this kind of stuff you know we don't never ask white men who want to go rip up and tear some shit and blow some shit up We don't never go and ask them and call for peace. I saw a post, uh, I think it was today, that said, if peace was the way, I've never seen you taking your ass to the Middle East and say, let's sit down and talk. I've never seen you take your ass anywhere in the world where you take war and say, you know what, let's talk about this before we start fighting. But you always want to tell other people how they need to come to the table for you. If you like, you don't climate. talk
1: about peace when you sow uh, political dis- unrest in Latin America, in Central America, <laughs> that has sowed the seeds for the immigration that you are so vehemently against today,
2: because of your drug
1: trade. Yes, yes. When you go out their tr- country, yes, all throughout their countries. Yeah, right. Do you understand what all I'm that? Saying? Yes, yes. And that, and
2: here's the best part. Telling them to not be in a country that belonged to them anyway.
1: Hello here.
2: I I said, listen. I know what I better not hear no more. So go back to where you.
1: Girl, and, <laughs> I think the that, end so of wait, it. Could I just huh? say really quick as we enter yeah. to the end. I just want the listener to know to say there is so much of this conversation that will not be public because I am still not free to be completely true about my experience. <laughs> It's i am so not I, excuse me honest about my experience so yes so i hope true. you enjoy the i hope you enjoy what i choose to share with you strategically the edited versa, version. but also the edited ver- version but also know that there is so much of the black experience that is still censored today because the truth mm-hmm. of it would literally the truth of it is too much for you to handle so yes. please reflect on your fragility reflect mm-hmm. on that and sit in your fragility right now as you mm-hmm. listen And you Mm -hmm. hear that you can't even fully under, you can't even hear my lived in real experience as a black person, because Mm -hmm. it would crush you. It would shatter the very way that you define and you see yourself. That's right. That is how gross, that is how distorted our society is.
2: Yes. And if you're not in the
1: conversation, your your society, right? The one that you have had the control to create, Mm -hmm. if you don't. Enter the conversation from that place, you are not being a productive member of the conversation, mm-hmm. you are an not ally a part of the or situation. an
2: accomplice, an you a, are not, not, an, not ally an ally or, or an accomplice, or an accomplice.
1: Mm-hmm. so. Know that if you don't leave mm-hmm. anything else, just know that. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts, mm-hmm. Ketisha, Now that we're trying to <laughs> wrap it up, um, <laughs> uh,
2: wrap up share final that, thoughts
1: for them at least,
2: yeah. <laughs> My uh, my final thoughts um, again are going to be to check your heart mm. and check your definition of what you believe humanity is, and ask yourself in your daily decision making how do you show who you believe deserves to live and who deserves to die. Mm. And there are no blurred lines for that. And I want you to ask yourself the last time you've been really angry and what have you done? And if that anger could have possibly led to your life being on the line. And now I want you to juxtapose that and say, that you're not angry and you find yourself with your life on the line, merely because you stepped outside. I'm sitting here today, I have a whole husband that I'm afraid to let go out at night to grab a damn bottle of water because i don't know if he'll make it home because somebody might be afraid and think he's threatening and this is our lived experience our brothers our fathers our uncles and here's the deal we're just talking about men it's about us women as well our sisters our mothers that we're constantly checking in on are you okay did you make it home safely that's something that we always do girl when we leave each, when each you other's get home, home Call me when you get home. And it ain't call me when you get home because I got something else to say to you. It's call me so I know you made it safely. Girl, but I tell you Think about the unconscious practices that black people do on a regular basis, the unconscious practices to ensure that we're safe. We leave
1: somebody's home to, it don't matter what time you leave home, girl or how long time is. you leave the house you know our grandpa do you remember our grandpa we lived what? five minutes away from their house call and me when didn't... you get home and if we didn't call he was calling he us. call
2: us <laughs> because i gotta make sure that something happened and then you pick up the phone and they like we over here worried why can't you what <laughs> you remember to call us for <laughs> and but that's you know real when old. i was
1: younger i didn't understand that worry because when you're a child I mean, and luckily you, have no you are idea. shielded from it. You don't, you have no yeah. idea. And now every time, every time my boyfriend is going home, whether it's on the, in a car, by ferry, call me, is, call me, let me know you got home. Call me. And sometimes
2: if it's super late, I'm like, I just keep it on FaceTime. I just want to be able to see you and I want to be able to make sure in the event something happens Girl. that I'm, I'm there in the way that I can be there. Nothing is more frightening than knowing that someone that you love could walk out the front door and you never see them again, not because of, because life happens and things happen to people, but because of somebody else's projected bullshit fear.
1: Because of their hate, because of their inadequacy. Let's talk about it. It's not bullshit. It's an inadequacy. It's That's an inadequacy. Right. It's, a, it's a. It's an. It's an insufficiency of human of empathy of the ability yes. to see other people's hum, humanity. It's an insufficient conscious conscience. Yes. You know it is. It is. It is. We as humans should be further along than this, because yes, science history has told us that we truly are one and the same. And you all have created an imagined difference that you now blame us for <laughs> your work <laughs> is undoing this illusion that you of have race. created of race yes of and race. i'm not to say that and that's not to say that i don't see race because i i fucking see race and i'm gonna see race as long as you use it as a tool of oppression and as long mm, as you don't good. see my humanity
2: that's good that's good that's good it's a
1: fucking illusion but that shit is real
0: Thank you for listening to Thinky Comment. As always, I genuinely appreciate any and all support, whether that be um, liking something, following something, sharing it on your story. All of it is great. I encourage and invite you all to share this episode with someone in your network who you feel like is ready to have the conversation, is ready to hear hear the truth. Uh, This isn't a conversation. This isn't for everybody. And I don't create this for everybody. So, um... I appreciate you and sharing this art for those who are ready to listen. Have a blessed day, y'all, and take care of each other.